Welcome to the podcast! Yeah, it's Beck and Jazeel here, and this is some of the best bits of our show in the last 24 hours. It'll make your wildest dreams come true. Well, it's definitely some bits of the show from the <laughs> last 24 hours, but we really hope you enjoy it. We're on 98.5 Drive with Beck and Jazeel. And joining us is Dr. Innes, owner of Kingsway Vet Centre. He's here to help out with our very best friends. How are you going? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys going? Good. Very Anything good. new? What's been happening? Oh, no, we're busy. Summer season is coming on. Lots of dogs with skin issues. Oh, and really? We've had in the last uh, two weeks, we've taken out uh, corn of cops in two, three animals. <gasps> really? Yeah. It's just that time of the year where all the dogs and the cats are out. Well, not cats, but the dogs are out and they're yeah. eating whatever they can get their, yeah. their oh. face stuck into and then it gets stuck and then we have to take it out. Oh, dogs yeah. are gross. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I keep on telling people, they we treat them like humans, but they're still dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they behave like dogs. They, they do things what dogs do, you know. No matter how much we wash them and groom them, they still stay dogs. Oh, I- Constantly telling my kids, do not let the dog lick your face. Yeah. He licks oh. his own butt. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't care. They're no, like, oh, well. Like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Kids don't see it that way, do no, they? No, they I, don't. I, see, you have freaked me out, though, Ennis, because uh, a little boy, Malachi, 10-month-old, yeah. yeah. we went to the family dinner, and there was a dog there, and the dog was licking his face, and everyone was like, it's fine, it's fine. And I know that you told me one no. of the most disgusting places on planet Earth yeah. is a dog's tongue. So I'm running over there with a cloth like, no, don't do it. It's not fine. Jazeel, when you get to your third child, you won't get up from your seat. You'll just look at it from one. I promise you that third child just grows up. It just grows up. Now, Adeline has sent a question through. She's after advice on low-cost pet-friendly ant killer and uh, most cost-effective cat litter. Wow. Okay, uh, low, most cost-effective cat litter. Would it be like to buy in bulk? Yeah. Just so we're not saying brands or anything it, like that? Does she have anything specific against normal garden sand? Oh. Right, okay, mm. so you don't need to go and get you the... You don't need to get the cat litter. The nice yeah. thing about the cat litter is it obscures the um, smell. I nearly said the flavor. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> wow. The, the smell and the, the the mess, you just have to clean it out every day. But that's a natural mm. thing for cats. It's just like river sand. You know, yeah. That's, yeah, a, okay. that's a cheap alternative. The nice things about the, the cat litter these days are all biodegradable and it's all that sort of things. But cost-effective sand... Um, ant killer, yeah, you have to be very careful about ant killer. Of course, it does contain all the ones you can buy in the big green shed are all yeah. um, <laughs> toxic, you know. Yeah. And right. in a certain amount, especially for cats, you have to be careful. I can't think of something pet-friendly ant killer. I mean, yeah. I can talk about slug pellets. You all know this, the, the pet-friendly um, slug pellets. I do know that these people that come out and spray your houses, they do use um, pet-friendly ant killers. Okay. And okay. what happens is they, um, it's something that the ants take back into the nest. They feed it to the young, and mm-hmm. the young never make it out of the front door. Right, <laughs> oh, poor ants. But anyway, so they, they never make out of the out of the front door. So it's it's um, there are things around, and I think it might be worthwhile speaking to a pest control people. people they would about know more. That. Yeah, they okay. would definitely know more. They mm. definitely would know more. Now, we talked about uh, dogs being, you know, somewhat like humans. We thought today that we would touch on, do pets, like humans, have hay fever? They can get hay fever, but not in the sense that we perceive hay fever. Um, it's quite unique. Dogs do have a different reaction to allergens than what we have. 
where we get uh, runny noses and uh, red eyes and itchy eyes. Dogs get itchy skins. So it's the same sort of immune reaction from the body to the allergens that they inhale and then they just have a skin issue rather than the runny noses and runny eyes. Now, right. um, Talana earlier told me about her guinea pig that <laughs> gets it every time she puts hay out. I, I guess that is just a temporary thing with the dust and that goes over. But it's not hay fever as we know hay fever. Right. And it is something that's normally related to skin issues rather than nasal issues or mm-hmm. respiratory issues. Ah. Another text has come through, Dr. Ennis. Do pets slash dogs get COVID? Very interesting question. And two years ago when all of this started, well, uh, just under two years ago when all of this started, uh, we had this discussion where there were cases of a tiger somewhere in the eastern part of the world, Taiwan or something, where they isolated this particular COVID. Now, there has been cases where they've isolated the the virus from dogs' um, nostrils. Right. Now, there's a difference between the virus sitting on top of the cells and not actually causing clinical disease and the virus being isolated because it's just there. Mm-hmm. Right, so okay. our immune systems are challenged with different viruses from different species all the time. So it's very likely that these um, things are just uh, what we call an opportunistic infestation rather than a colonization and causing causing a disease. Now, they, cats and dogs get their own coronaviruses. They right. do. It's the same family. These it's viruses, different it's a different strain. Yep. And uh, like the cats, it's a very specific strain. And very interesting in cats, this particular coronavirus causes a different disease in young kittens is what they call oh. causing all the cats. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yes, uh, do, do, it's not a simple straightforward yes or no. They can get it, but not getting ill with it. Right. There has been cases where dogs have died, where the owners has had it, but these dogs had severe underlying immune uh, uh, compromising diseases and they were old so there were other factors there that played a role in such a case you can easily get that infestation and that would just break the straw that breaks the camel's yeah. back yeah. the last bit of thing that pushes them over the edge so no need to worry if you do have mm-hmm. coronavirus right now your pet is going to be fine yeah no you're going to be fine uh, it's unlikely that your your cat or your dog will get it to such a degree that you have to worry about it oh wow mm, okay. super interesting always having you on Dr. Innes okay we're steering uh, the wheel back. <laughs> back to hay fever yeah. uh, now we've established that the animals get it differently it's more like a skin reaction or a yeah. rash or something like yeah. that so how then do you tell if your pet is struggling with hay fever specifically okay very typically owners unless they have had a chat about this with their vets won't recognize the symptoms of hay fever now in, in animals it's a different word it's a very posh word it's called a to b so a to p is typically these dogs that's very itchy that's got fur loss that's this time of the year, and owners that has this had this discussion will know immediately when it comes up. So if your dog's got skin issues, it's likely similar to hay fever in humans, just a different manifestation of the same thing. So what do you do in that situation? Oh, there's so many things you can do. There are things that owners can do. So you can have the owners can identify things that's changed in the environment. If you particularly know that your dog's allergic to grass, don't let it walk on grass or give its feet a wash. Unfortunately, most of these dogs need some form of medication right. to desensitize them and to also trick the immune system in not this over-responsive 
reaction it's got to just normal allergens in its environment. And this is the time of the year. If your dog suddenly started itching now, mm. 99% sure your dog's got atopy or the dog a hay fever. Right. Would that be the same with like birds? Birds as in... Can they get like hay fever? And, or is it... Uh, you skin? know, in, in, in birds are very sensitive to um, dust specifically right. and dust from food. And also, unfortunately, bacterial dust, if they live in a crowded situation or they're in a cage where it's not properly hygiene, they can get that sort of sneezing and stuff. But that's normally due to uh, dust and the uh, actual dust from the bacteriums wow. that can cause that. Yeah, But not so much pollens. It's, yep. it's dust from mm. food. Ah. It's, it's a huge problem in um, intensive chicken farming. Right, okay. Is the, the might, dust. I think it might be an animal. I'm allergic to dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, in humans, dust mites is yeah, a oh, sorry, problem. Yeah, also it's the dust mites. Yes. A naughty question, and I, I feel like I know the answer, but could you give, you know, us humans take a certain different, I guess, medication for the hay fever? Yeah. Do we have to get dog or cat specific medication, or can we use what we've already got? <laughs> we we um, do use antihistamines. Okay. Talk to your vet about this. In my personal opinion i don't think antihistamines on its own work that well right i think it works much better if there's a whole program and if you use the antihistamines on a chronic basis it can help and i would probably say maybe one out of five dogs can benefit from it right but there are much better things that you can use brilliant oh you always teach us so much dr (laughs) innes thank you it's good to see you we'll see you next time dr innes from kingsway vet center thank you so much thank Thank you. you Whew, what a hoot that was. That was. Oh, I'm yeah. tired just from listening to it. Oh, I'm energized. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want more from The Drive Show, just visit 985.com. And don't forget, you can tune in live anytime for more of this great banter.